The seventh email was from Nick's old friend in San Diego. They had kept in touch for many years, but seldom saw each other. David just sent Nick a note asking what was new and telling him a quick story about his latest purchase of an electric guitar. Nick decided his answer could wait a few minutes and opened the eighth email. He was unfamiliar with the sender's screen name, but opened it anyway. It caught his attention for two reasons. First, because it was only one word, Nicky. The second was because it made no sense. He thought about it for a moment, wondering who would send such a message. He disregarded it for the time being and looked at the ninth email. This one made his mouth drop open, and he lost his breath. Momentarily. This one was from a different sender to the eighth email, and the body of the message said, Nikki, it's Veronica. Help me. That was all the email said before it ended abruptly. Nick leaned back in his chair, his emotions getting the best of him. His breathing came out more rapidly now, and his pulse quickened. Veronica was Nick's twin sister, who had supposedly died in a car crash that also claimed the life of her husband, Captain Kim Cole of the LAPD. Some freeway sniper had shot Kevin, causing his patrol car to cross the median and crash head-on with another vehicle. Veronica had been killed instantly when the two cars collided, or at least that's what everyone thought. And now this. What was going on here? Nick was about to reach for his phone to call Matt when a little chime sounded and another email appeared on his list. Nick jumped at the sound, caught off guard, and then noticed that the sender's name of this email didn't match that of the sender's of the eighth and ninth messages. His hand shook as he grabbed the mouse and clicked on the message header. The message was a bit longer this time. It said, Nicky, I don't have long, so I'll get to the point. I don't know exactly where I am right now. I'm being held captive by two men. I could always talk to you because you and I were always in each other's heads. I'll stay in touch this way for now until we can meet. I can't explain it right now. You'll just have to trust me. Gotta run. Veronica. Now Nick's head was spinning. If this was Veronica, who was that in Veronica's grave? How could something like this even be happening? And why couldn't he mention any of this to his father? He needed to know more and immediately hit the reply button. He kept his message brief, asking just a couple of basic questions before clicking on the send button. It took just a few seconds for his outgoing email to bounce back undeliverable. What the? He right-clicked on the email's header, trying to see if there were any internal clues as to the identity of the sender. There was nothing but scrambled code. He let out a long, disappointed breath and hung his head. Now, what was he supposed to do? And why couldn't he share this with Matt? Nick tried to run through all the possible scenarios in his head. If this was really Veronica emailing him, who died in Kevin's car? Mm, let's see. Could Kevin have picked up some other woman who was Veronica's height and weight and had similar features? If so, where did Veronica disappear to? Could she have been kidnapped that same day? If that was the case, no one would be looking for her since they all assumed she had died along with Kevin. What about identifying her body at the morgue? According to Matt, he had only taken a quick look at her face before acknowledging that the woman in the slab was his daughter. Could he have been wrong? Veronica's face had been messed up from the accident, so an absolute confirmation couldn't have been an easy thing to do.